You are listening to Ring Chasing Podcast, a podcast by Don Garrett. This podcast is about the pregame and postgame thoughts of Sanford Seminole High School football's quest for a state championship. So let's talk about the scoring in this one. Started off the second play of the game with Luke Rucker, 68-yard pass to Michael Key that set up a Rory Thomas rushing touchdown. Uh, Two-point conversion was no good. That made it 6 to nothing. Second score was a Goldie Lawrence three-yard touchdown run and two-point conversion that would make it 14 to nothing. The next score would happen by the Knowles special teams where Lake Mary's field goal attempt was blocked and returned for a touchdown by Chasen Johnson. Soon as he had it, no one was going to touch him since his track speed just left them all in the dust. So that was a good uh, block and uh, recovery and touchdown. That would make it 22 to nothing. And that's how it would go into the half. Knowles 22, Lake Mary 0. The next score would be a David Parks touchdown pass to Michael Key, who beat the DB and was able to make a nice catch over his shoulder in the back of the end zone for the touchdown. And that would make it 29 to 6. The next score would come from a Trey Clock 12 yard touchdown run to make it Knowles 36, Rams 6. And the final score that would make it a running clock would be a David Parks pass to Goldie Lawrence where he went up over the defender to catch it in the end zone to make it 43 to 6 and that's how it would end. Okay so let's start off with the offense. Let's talk about the quarterback. So first let's talk about Luke. He was able to get in the game. He was uh, 6 for 9 for 96 yards and showing why he's the best quarterback in the state. Not, uh, when on my pre-game show one of the big things that I said was uh, we would need the quick start and we would need to score uh, quick and often in the second play of the game he threw a 68 yard bomb to Michael Key who had a great catch to set up the Rory Thomas run so uh, he was very efficient six for nine and 96 yards in the short time he was in there so that's a big key and one thing that I got to say about Luke, too, is one of the main reasons that we went through that tough schedule and got us to the point where we're at. So thoughts going out to Luke on his uh, recovery. And uh, there was a great night from him coming in uh, on the beginning of the game. Then David Parks would come in on relief of Luke. So he was able to get two touchdown passes, one to Michael Key and one to Goldie Lawrence. And both of those balls were thrown, the one to Michael Key, he was able to go uh, over the shoulder. So that was a great uh, ball that was thrown. 
and uh, David went to Goldie Lawrence, and Goldie was able to go up over the defender to get that one. So uh, it was a good night for David Pox, not only on those touchdowns, but also there was some a lot of throws to set up those touchdowns. So both quarterbacks had a great night. So let's talk about the receivers. So Michael Key had a huge night, uh, not only with his touchdown catch, but also uh, he set up a lot of the touchdowns. There was uh, at least uh, three or four huge uh, passes to him where he was able to get by the, their uh, secondary, uh, and he was able to make the catch and extend drive. So uh, Michael Key had a great night, uh, and shows why he's definitely one of the best in Central Florida. And the two catches that stand out from Michael Key that shows uh, what type of receiver he is. The first one is the one from Luke, uh, the 68-yard bomb that he was able to get that one. And in that one, he had to kind of muscle the defender and dive uh, and slide for it. So that was a great catch. And then uh, the other one that showed it was his touchdown catch when he actually was able to get by the defenders and within stride was able to catch it over his shoulder. That was a pretty catch. So uh, that was a big key uh, in this game was uh, the way Michael Key was playing. So to have two dynamic receivers like Michael Key and uh, Goldie uh, is a great thing to have. And the other dynamic receiver on the night was Goldie Lawrence. He had the rushing touchdown. Uh, he also had a receiving touchdown. And in that one, he had to go over the DB to catch the ball in the end zone. And that was a great catch. But there was another catch that just shows how special he is. And that was the DB was stride for stride with him. I don't know if you can cover someone as well as that DB covered him, but on, uh, this was the one that David threw to the sideline and Goldie was able to not only come up with the, that pass when he was blanketed, but also uh, he was able to uh, tiptoe and get that foot in. So that was a big thing where that shows that if even if you cover Goldie, he's going to get those catches. So uh, that was a big catch. Goldie was also in on some special teams magic besides the uh, the two-point conversion that he ran in. Also uh, from Josiah Chenault, uh threw a pass to him in the end zone uh, for that touchdown. So that was a uh, good two-point conversion as well. So let's go to the running backs. So Rory Thomas uh, had a great night, led the running backs, he, and also had a touchdown. Uh, he's also uh, one that will run hard each night, and uh, he's got both the speed and he's able to uh, show his cutting ability, and that's a big thing for Rory. So he had a great night. Trey Clark was also in on the rushing, and he had a touchdown. So it's good when you get uh, multiple running backs, and we have a very deep uh, running back room. So Trey had some great runs as well. James Irwin had some big runs, especially in the red zone. Uh, he was getting some yards in the red zone, which is really tough yards to get, especially when everything is so condensed. So he was able to uh, get some good chunks of yards so we can move the chains and also 
uh, was able to get uh, in there, but I think it was called back. But uh, it was a great game for James Irwin as well. Rodney Grant also had big runs. One in particular that stands out is he was able to get by the linebacker who he, the linebacker tried to wrap him up and he just bounced off the linebacker and kept running. And the, he stiffed on the DB that came to tackle him and got about uh, 15 more yards after that. So that was a huge run for uh, Rodney Grant. Special teams had a good night with Jason Johnson had that uh, blocked uh, the blocked field goal that was returned for the touchdown. Uh, he showed his speed in that one. He was able to once he grabbed the ball, uh, outrun all of the defense. Nobody was going to stop him. So that was a great uh, special teams play with the block and then the recovery for the touchdown. Uh, Kale Tomlin uh, hit the extra points, so that was good. Uh, we had no missed extra points, so that was good. And the big thing that I said on the pregame, too, that it's going to come down to how our offensive line uh, plays against Lake Mary and the offensive line stepped up again. Some of the plays that I remember off the top of my head was uh, Josiah Chanel had a pancake block. Max Buchanan had some great protection. Uh, Stefan Mangle had some great plays. Uh, Bobby Anderson uh, had some good plays. So just a few that I remember off the top of my head. Now let's talk about this defense. This defense coming into this year, the biggest doubts that people that weren't in the program or watched the program a lot had was this defense. And uh, because uh, we lost a lot from last year and this defense has been stepping up every game. Uh, just the stats in this game, there was 79 yards of total offense. And one of the 16 yards of that was from a fake punt. So the defense uh, stepped up big time with Lake Mary. And the past three Lake Mary games that we've played them this year uh, and the two last year, they really haven't done much on offense, which is a key, especially uh, with their freshman quarterback that seems to light up a lot of teams. So uh, this defense came to play. So props go out to everyone on the defense. Uh, there's just some plays that I remember off the top of my head, and I apologize if I don't get everyone in, but uh, this is just going off the top of my head. So Preston Watson had a big game. He had a forced fumble, a strip sack, uh, and uh, five tackles on the night, one for a loss. Antonio Simpson out of the safety spot had a huge night. He had an interception and he returned it uh, for a great yardage. I think, I believe that's his fourth of the season. So uh, he's a two sport athlete. He plays baseball also. So uh, that was a good night for Antonio Simpson out of the safety spot. Juan Bertal had a great night out of the DB position. Uh, he's a hard hitter. If you see some of the hits that he had, uh, that was a big thing in this game. He had some hard hits, and uh, they don't go a lot to his side either. So uh, I believe one of the coaches tweeted that he's not allowed that exception over five yards all season. Uh, so that's big from the DB spot. Damon Allen had a huge night. 
uh, he made a lot of tackles as well as there was one hit on a running back that he just nailed that running back. So uh, he's a great hitter as well. And out of the DB spot, he had a great night. So defense played lights out, and uh, there's uh, everyone on the defense contributed. It was a great game. Biggest things that I said on the pregame was we were going to have to put pressure on their freshman quarterback and try to force a turnover or a bad throw, and uh, we did get an interception, and there was times when he had to throw it away. So that was a great uh, great job. I also said it's going to come down to our secondary and how they handle the Lake Mary receivers. And uh, Lake Mary only had one uh, touchdown, and that was more of a gift that we gave them when it was a great field position. So this defense played lights out all night, and I think it's the biggest thing that when they look at Seminole, everybody underestimates the defense, and uh, we've been on point all year long. So great job by the defense. Okay, so going forward, we have a short turnaround. We have Apopka at Apopka on a Tuesday night. So there is a very short turnaround on that. So one of the big things when you have a short turnaround, it's more of a mental thing than it is uh, physical. Uh, I mean, these kids are up for, they could play multiple games in a week without a problem, but it's a phys it's a mental grind too. So the biggest thing we got to do in that game, and I'll have more on Apopka uh, in the pregame that I'll try to get out on Monday uh, before the Tuesday game. So uh, that's what we'll talk about more detailed of, of Apopka. And also we know Apopka runs the single wing. So now we've, this is going to be the third time we've seen the single wing. Uh, Treasure Coast had it, uh, the and then DeLand, and then it's going to be uh, Apopka. So should be interesting, uh, should be a, a, a great game, and uh, it's going to be away at Apopka. So that's all I have for the post game. And uh, when we look f forward to Apopka, one thing that I do want to say again is uh, thoughts going out to Luke and his injury. I know Luke's the type of kid that uh, would want to play through injuries and he would probably want to be on that field uh, regardless of how he's feeling, but back's not something that you want to play with. So I'm sure the medical staff uh, is doing their best uh, to get that back injury under control. Uh, one of the things that I want to say about Luke is uh, he's one of the biggest reasons that we were able to get through that schedule, the hard schedule we had this year, as well as one of the biggest reasons that we are where we are with an 8-1 record going into the district championship. So uh, just thoughts going out to Luke, and I'm sure all of Nome Nation feels the same. So uh, that's all I have for this week. And uh, if you can listen, if you can share, and also I'll probably have the pregame for a popka on monday thanks <laughs>